We're going to be continuing on Chovot HaLevavot with the commentary of Rabbi Vigner Miller. I think we're holding on page um, 109. And this is the beginning of the third chapter. So he writes, top of the page. So the chapter is called Beliefs Necessary for Bitachon. Now we start the first, the third parrot. There are five introductory principles that will that, that will bring a person to complete trust. In to complete trust, meaning bitachon in Hashem, if he clarifies them in his mind and becomes convinced of his truth. So he, there's gonna be five total principles, and as he's gonna explain, these the previous seven conditions that we, we mentioned are just one of the principles, as we he's gonna explain. Okay? So the first of the basic beliefs. The seven conditions of Bitachon. We shall see that in the first principle, there are included all seven conditions that are mentioned in the previous parak, which is chapter. Although it may seem repetitious at first, we will quickly see that the author of Cholavot, meaning the author of Chobot Halavavot, the author is explaining them at length with important additional concepts. Also to support his additional insights, he changes the sequence in which the conditions are pre- presented. It is important to remember that all seven conditions represent just one of the five principles of Bitachon and Hashem. As we delve into this, we begin to see it as a subject that has to be seriously studied. It's not just enough for a person to merely be willing to have Bitachon and Hashem. He has to have the convictions that come from understanding it. By carefully and patiently studying the principles, the person arrives at the conviction necessary to truly have Bitachon and Hashem. So, regarding the first basic beliefs, we're going to be turning to page 110. This is the first, the first of the five. Is that he should believe, excuse me, the first, right, the first of the five basic principles, that he should believe with a clear understanding that the entire collection of seven conditions for Bitachon are present in Hashem. These seven conditions, which were described in the previous chapter, are considered as one here because they have the same purpose to establish the basis bitachon the basis for bitachon there is no human being who has any of these seven qualities in full okay maybe you might find some of and surely not all seven you might find some here some you know some in some people and some in other people but to have all seven in in full is 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 impossible to find in all in in, in a person yet hashem has all seven qualities. That in itself is already a justification for trusting in Hashem. However, it's not one of the five basic principles. Excuse me. It's only one of the five basic principles. When the entire collection of these seven qualities is found in the one to be trusted, it is correct that you have to trust Him. Since nobody except Hashem has all seven, He is the one who we can trust. I already mentioned, the Chavot HaLavot says, I already mentioned them and discussed them with respect to textual references that found in Tanakh. And now he's going to uh, just go over them in, in a more maybe descriptive way. So let's see what he says. The first quality which we mentioned was kindness. So the first, that the Creator has more compassion on man than any other compassionate being. Your mother, your father, your mother, or anyone who is, lo- who is a loving friend cannot cannot compare to the loving kindness that Hashem feels for you. You have to be convinced of that. Any compassion and pity shown to men by anyone else all derive from Hashem's compassion and pity. 
Let's try to understand this. If you see anybody, such as your father or your mother or a good friend, display compassion or pity on you, it's only because Hashem has bestowed that pity on you through them. A mother loves their children because Hashem made her love them. A father labors to support his family because Hashem put that feeling in him. It's, it's Hashem doing it. That's why we say every morning, we say in, in the Shema, in the blessings of the Shema, we say, Avinu Avrahaman Hamrachem Rahem Alenu. So it seems very re- 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 repetitious. But we are saying two things. First of all, Hashem is merciful. Yes, our merciful Father. It is He and nobody else. Even when mercy seems to be coming from someone else, that person is inspired by Hashem to have mercy on us. So Hashem is actually the one who's having mercy on us. It says in the Pasuk, in Devarim, He will give you mercy and be merciful and multiply you. Very, right? Uh, if, we, if we read the, it sounds like very, very repetitious wording, yet the first phrase, He will give you mercy, yes? Very, he will give you mercy means all good things happen to you returning to page 112 all good things happen to you because Hashem is having mercy on you the second phrase which is and he will be merciful right the first the first the first one was he will give you mercy the second one was he will and will will be merciful and multiply you tells you that when you see success in your individual life or success as a nation you should know it's only because of the kindness of Hashem. Okay? And the second quality, which is knowledge. Right? So you already see he's already going out of order because for the second one, if we remember, was um, that he, he, he cares and he's interested in, in uh, you know, in your... In your... Um, in your business so so he's already going out of order but that's not a problem so we already know thought knowledge was the third one now he's put it second okay so the second of these seven qualities to justify trusting in Hashem is that the Creator will never find any of the means um, of helping people concealed to him meaning he knows all that is necessary to know all that all that physicians will ever discover all that pharmacists will ever know Hashem knows all the things that are necessary to heal people or to give them success in their lives or to conduct their affairs, both physically and emotionally. He knows how to conduct it in all the best manner. You know, we can, if, simple, simply, right? The, the doctors, all the people, they know. They know a lot of stuff. But if we think about it, the person that created these concepts and put these concepts into the world is Hashem. He created the world. So therefore, if Hashem created the concepts for the doctor to know, <laughs> of course he knows it himself right? that's, that's, that's a simple matter It stands to reason that He knows all this because Man is one of his creations The manufacturer knows his product So Hashem surely knows a man better than anyone else Because nobody else made man except Hashem There is nobody who will understand More than the one who made man About the kind of things That are beneficial or harmful for him The mishaps that can befall him The way that he can become ill and become healed Hashem is the one who knows everything about us. The quality of knowing one's own product better than anyone else is a reality amongst human manufacturers. Therefore, if that is the case with human manufacturers who create nothing, you know, nothing in their work except temporary forms but have no artifice 
whatsoever with regard to the basis of, an, of the or the essential form and have no ability to originate them, how much more so must it be true to our Creator, who originated the, who originated the essence of human being, his form, his character, in order to his composition? After all, he alone is the sage who knows about whatever is beneficial for him and harmful for him. He knows what is good for him in this world and the world to come without any doubt. After all, the human manufacturer gets only a superficial credit for putting things together. Fundamentally, he didn't make the raw materials, chemicals, elements. He took things that he found in nature and put them together. In contrast, Hashem created dirt, air, water, sunshine. From these raw materials, he created chemicals and complex organisms. A person can invent, but his invention is nothing more than a rearrangement of things that exist. Fundamentally, only Hashem is the real creator of anything. As it is written, I am Hashem your God. I teach you for your benefit. I guide you on the way that you shall go. Hashem is the only one who teaches uh, who teaches because he is he has all the knowledge. And it says, for Hashem rebukes the ones he loves, as a father rebukes the son his uh, he, the son he favors. The son doesn't know what's good for him, but the father knows. Right? Children they 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 don't know uh, what's you know wrong right, wrong or right wrong wrong or right yet. So. The son doesn't know what's good for him, but the father. But however, the father know, does know. When Hashem rebukes us, it's definitely going to be for our benefit. Even when Hashem seems to be visiting adversity upon us, it's actually because He knows what's good for us and He's giving us the very best benefit. Therefore, the second of the seven qualities is that Hashem is all-knowing and most capable in handling our lives. I apologize if that was too a little bit too deep, but um, if you had uh, any questions with that, please, please reach out to me. And thank you for listening. Khazak Ubar.